A bundle of Mac Joy, my Mac podcast 324. You're listening to the G Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast number 324. I'm Guy. And I'm Gaz, who was just coughing. Sorry, I've muted myself <laughs> there. Because as, as, as you could probably hear, I'm a little bit under the weather. Well, if, uh, if by the weather you mean blowing hurricane wind storms mm. of sickness... <laughs> Yes, yes, the winds of sickness, certainly, but, uh, uh, and it's due to get cold again here. Well, when I say cold, it's all relative, of course, but, right. uh, um, cold for us. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it had, it had warmed up slightly. Well, right now we're in the, uh, Fahrenheit scale. We're in the, uh, the high twenties here in, uh, Northern Virginia. It is really, really cold. Yeah, that sounds, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that is in centigrade, but I know it's pretty cold actually. So, uh, now the weather uh, outside is frightful. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, I didn't want you to sing. Oh, well, nobody <laughs> does. I don't know what's up with that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we're, we're going to try to make this as compared to the last couple of weeks. We're going to try to make this a relatively short show. Um, not just because, not just because uh, could, gas could, is feeling. Could, well. could I stop you there, guy? Well, of course. Could, could I say rather than short? Could I say concise? Concise, c- compact. You know, it, it's all it's all the goodness and quality and <laughs> of, of the MyMac dot com yeah. podcast, but yeah. in a compact size. That's right. That's right. Yeah, see, it's yeah. the it's the Ford Escort of podcasts tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let, let's just let's just go ahead and get right down to it because I can't think of anything to, to come back from from that. No, um, nor can nor can I. And I don't think I'm going to be able to think of a lot of things tonight. To be, yeah. honest, to be honest with you. Well, um, <laughs> as compared to the last couple of weeks, no one called the Skype number this week. I think I think we've worn them out. Yeah, I think so. And uh and uh, you know really, really we have this we have this Skype number. It's area code 703436 uh 55901. Five, five, God, is that it? I think that's it. You you've forgotten it. I've I forgotten it. I've I've, 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 I've said it. Uh, shall I say it? do it for you? 703 703436-9501. 703-436-9501. Please call okay. us because that that like burns the number into my memory. <laughs> it's the only way guy can remember. It's the only the way I can remember. Well, I mean, that's, that's like half my life right there. It, it, yes. Yeah. I don't think so anyway, but we have had, um, a little bit of a conversation or an email at least from Mr. Right. Cohen. Yes, we did. Now, now, I did actually have a little bit of a response from him on Twitter. He'd listened to last week's show and he sounded quite put out and he said, why did I think it was him on that, um, uh, that call last week. <laughs> well, as it turns out, it was. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, David. But it, it was, I quite enjoyed it. So good one. Yep. Um, now, but he sent an email with reference to a conversation yep. that, that yeah, we were some, having. Yeah. Something about, we had last week. Yeah. About um, magazines on the iPad and in the app store. Um, and, I think we didn't come across the fact that there is an option out there for relatively cheap uh, magazines. Um, Most of the times, most certainly some of the apps and the magazines that we were talking about, they were as expensive um, as the standard hard copy or soft soft copy that you got, the print version that you'd get. Well, David actually pointed us to uh, um, an app developer, um, or a company called Pixel Max or Pixel Mags. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's who made that's who made that that I create uh, app based on that yeah. magazine. Yeah, and th- they have actually they I think they cover uh, quite a number of um, magazines as well. And I took a look at uh, the application, which you have to pay for the application um, to buy the magazine. 
which is, you know, it's, it's a, a relatively small charge. And then you obviously have to um, either purchase each individual copy or you can actually have a subscription. And to be honest with you, David says, I get two mags uh, a month through Pixel Mags on my iPad. Um, he points out that their price per issue is 50% less than the UK cover price for the print version, and even less if you subscribe. He also goes on to say that Pixel Mags is not the original publisher of the content, and they have their own conversion stroke distribution costs to cover, including Apple's 30%. Despite this, they are cheaper than print. Um, he goes on to say, also say that the app is universal and the same account will access an issue on multiple devices. Um, yes, because you can actually use the bump feature where you pass over a magazine or an article to another uh, device. I've seen that on the yeah. um, the app, the magazine that well, I and, and also also it would be you know it would be fair of us to mention that they do allow you as, as long as the other person is a subscriber. We talked about this last week that you can loan your magazine that you've purchased yeah. to yeah. another pixel mag subscriber. Yeah. So, so the, so the point David's making is that the, um, because I think, um, we both indicated, um, that um, I kind of I think I went down the avenue from memory. I may be wrong here because my mind is sozzled at the moment. Um, <laughs> it's all that medication that, you're on. That I that I don't think that they know where to go with the uh, the process and how to, you know what to do with the actual articles themselves and what to do with the actual app um, and. Possibly you indicated that it's pu- publisher greed, which is is pushing them down the, the cost um, um, process. Now, David says that you know, with these costs being obviously almost half the price of the printed magazine, he you know he disagrees with us because obviously um, the fact that they have their own conversion and distribution costs and and Apple's thirty percent obviously means that they're you know they're making even less than the actual magazines that are going out there at a similar price to well that are being uh, sold. Yeah, that's right. But I, I think it's a matter of uh, companies not knowing where to go. And I wonder whether the magazines that are going through Pixel Max have decided that they don't want to go down the avenue of having to produce their own application. They don't know where they want to go with it. And I think that they've probably given them rights because the the magazine that I downloaded, which was the MyMac, um, MyMac. <laughs> Mac format? <laughs> Mac, Mac user. Oh, Mac, Mac user. user. Okay. Because not all of the magazines are on there because I did have a look for Mac format. I couldn't see it. Now, um, I only did a brief search. Um, so, you know, I may have to go back and take another look. And it may, uh, it may not be in the UK store. It may be in a, well, actually, it's a UK magazine. So, yeah, why that's it right. Be? I would have I thought it would be. But, you know, the, the, the Mac user magazine that I downloaded was just that. It was just a straight copy um, of the actual magazine so there's no like or i couldn't see again i I only had a brief look to flip through um um a straight copy of the actual magazine which is fair enough yeah including including the ads including including the ads which is again as i say is is that's fair fair. that is fair because you're getting it at at the cheaper price and you know if they're going to add any extra content then that's where it might start pushing or extra interactivity i should say um it might actually push the cost up but um david's made a fair point that there are magazines out there and they are cheaper than you know um the the hard copy or printed copy version that you can buy um they're not all of the magazines are out there, so you may you may struggle to find that your favourites out there. Um, but go take a look, go into iTunes, type in Pixel Mags, um, and see what you can find. Yeah, well, the one thing that I didn't realise at the time was that Pixel Mags isn't the pub isn't actually the publisher of the magazines that I, mean, I thought I thought that you know, okay, may, well. Which, which, which makes it even it makes them even better because they're they're obviously not directly involved but very often yeah yeah sorry i was going to go down the avenue of saying that um a publisher will will often be called something else but that's the same for (laughs) idg isn't it i was thinking idg okay um but but that means that they're taking even less but I'm, that's why I'm wondering whether they're just, you know, they've got the rights from these magazines. They've gone to them. They said, are, are you doing anything on the iPad? You know, do you want us to put um, something out there? And right. These and it, magazines and it's, no, yes. it's no work for them at all, no. as far as the publisher well, goes. As, uh, no. Well, other than they may have to feed 
um, pixel mags with you know the original you know the original documentation, um, which they will possibly then have to convert. But they've obviously found um, a route. It seems to be working. Um, it's perfectly readable, ish. I do say that with a, a slight hesitation because I, some of the pages I did, you know, kind of zoom in and back out of, and it it did take a little bit of, you know, yeah, adjusting. Yeah, but that's that's more that, that's more the fault of the the size of the screen of the iPad. No, no, because when you when you no, well, no, 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 oh, no. let me finish. No. Let me finish. When when you bring up each individual page now, especially with a magazine like Mac Format and I Create, which are large format magazines. The, the printed page, if you had actually bought the magazine, is, is significantly larger than the screen, available screen space on your iPad, right? And since they're doing a direct conversion of, of you know, each page of the magazine for each page in this app, then, you know, yeah, okay, especially for those of us with, you know, eyesight that, that isn't nearly as good as it was, say, ooh, 25 years ago, um, you know, at, at least the functionality is there that you can zoom in. You know, yeah, but the point, the point I'm making is that's not the fault of the iPad. That's the fault of Pixel Mags because they're just doing a straight conversion, and that's right. where the, the you know the possible cheapness comes in, and that's fine as long as you can get used to you know how you're zooming in yeah. onto the actual magazine itself. And it, it you know it's not a problem, and some of the columns worked perfectly, but there were pages where you know I, I'd kind of double tap to zoom in, and then I'd have to make some further adjustments. But it is much cheaper than the actual magazine. Yeah. So thank you, David, for bringing that to our attention. And the only thing I would like to see in the, in the application, if, if you like double click an article, that that article comes up full screen that you can, you know, swipe up and down instead of having to, to scroll all over the place, trying to read all the content in there, that would be a big help. Well, yeah, but that there again, that's possibly where the magazines that have decided to go down, the publishers that have decided to go down the route themselves of producing something which they deem is worthy of the iPad. They've probably put that into place so that, you know, when you click on an, I, uh, an article, that's what you get. And then you can scroll through the article nice and easy. Easily. Whereas what what I think's happening here, I could be wrong, so I haven't looked into it, and it's only been today that you know we we actually received the email. To be honest right. with you, yeah. So I don't know whether Pixel Mags are just taking the hard copy and just putting it out there. But as I say, and David makes a fair point, it's it's out there. It is in certain circumstances half the price of the hard copy, and you've got it on your iPad, which you may take everywhere. So yeah, cool. Yeah, cool, and thanks, thanks for uh, for for writing that in, Dave. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, um, uh, you're not going to hear it tonight, Gaz. But make sure you listen back to the show. David sent me an audio file with a new commercial for TechFan. No, I've heard it. Oh, did you hear it? Yes, I. I yes, oh, I, that's I, right. I, that's right. Did, well, did I send you the? Uh, Yes. The, the massaged yes. copy? Yes, 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 you did. Okay. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, so, um, so, I, and so I'll, I'll you, use that, that, I'll use a, that in the first break. Treat. That's a little treat that you're putting out for the listeners, you see. So he's not, he's not only telling me, listeners, he's also asking you just to listen out for the uh, a certain um, little uh, bumper ad that might be appearing soon. <laughs> yeah, and, and that we'll have that in the first break. Oh, um, good. Let's go ahead and get to the stuff at MyMac.com. Oh, yes. Are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay. And and fortunately, there's not nearly as much stuff as there was last week. Uh, the first article is by John John Nemo, John Nemoroski. It's uh, kind of a, a, a four-part review for an iPad sleeve, stylus, stand, and case. Uh, the first one is, is an iPad wallet by Waterfield Design. And uh, he's got some pictures here. You can basically put, you know, the Apple keyboard and uh, a stand and the iPod all within this this little case. And he gave that a pretty good pretty good uh, rating. Then there's a stylus uh, by this company called Hard Candy for about thirty five bucks. And it really seems to uh, you know if if you're the kind of person that needs a stylus for artwork or something like that, this is something you might want to look at. There was also a tablet stand by Griffin Technology. And, um, you know, one of the things we're going to go into later is, is kind of like our, our Christmas picks for various devices. Um, 
this is a nice stand, but it isn't one that I myself would have chosen simply because of uh, the bulk of it. Uh, the last thing is the Elan Passport Graphite iPad Folio Case by Griffin Technology. And um, you know, the the person, who was it that he had review this? Uh, he says Jackie, who's a, a friend of his from you know the area that he lives in. And she loved this case. She gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's um, that's very high rating. And there seems to be a bit of the theme tonight in um, when it comes to iPad cases, because the next one um, is uh, an article from Rich Lefko, and it's called The Book Book for iPad. And again, it's, it's another um, iPad case, but this one's a little bit different because um, the surround, when you close it, it actually looks like it's a book. Like, so like really, an old book. Yeah, like an old book. So you could put it on your shelf, and obviously it could disappear with the rest of your old books assuming you have old books (laughs) assuming you have old books or assuming you might have three or four ipads in the house and they could have these cases and then you're going to try and identify which is yours but it 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 actually does hide it as um um you know it makes it look you can't identify it as being an ipad um unless you open it up of course Um, and it does act as a stand as well and that got a fairly high rating as well of eight out of ten yep uh, next up is an article by Ian Scott Parker on Scott Birkin's The Myth of Innovation webcast, and it's a commentary on that. Uh, this is one that I, I really don't quite know how to describe because the, the, content, the content that he did the webcast on, and I'm not talking about uh, Ian, I'm talking about this Scott Birkin is something that that I'm not really familiar with. It's something about the myths of innovation. So give and I did read this, and I still didn't quite get what you know what the guy was was trying to yeah. put out. And maybe that's... I agree with you because I read through that, and I, it, it did rake my mind. But as I say, my mind at the moment is easily rakeable. With the <laughs> right. And where the next article on the website is um, a wildlife photographer book review from uh, Susie Gilbert. Um, it's uh, called Captured, Lessons from Behind the Lens of a Legendary Wildlife Photographer. Now, okay, I read through it and it seemed like it was going to be a fairly good read. However, it does finish off seemingly as if it's a little bit of a niche market read yeah and the review only got a five out of ten so if you're really into um wildlife photography um and you're looking for um in particular a book by moose peterson (laughs) yes that is the name that is his name yeah, then go and grab this book. However, I think it's a bit of a, it does sound like it's a bit of a niche market, but yeah. there you go. That's what review's all about. And uh, then we have a another review of an iPad case by Russ Walkowicz. The Eco Envy Plus. Oh, yeah. The Eco Envy Plus for the iPad. Now, this is kind of a, a two-part case. You've got a hard, clear plastic shell that fits onto the back of it, and then a, a like a leather sleeve that it fits into and uh uh russ gave it a pretty pretty high score yeah and the next one is there's an article from ros um roman wasnick um called the few the proud companies with office max um and basically he's talking about uh um companies that run their businesses uh with max uh, it's a bit of a read um, but worth worth a look. I, I, I read through it, and it's it, just go and take a look. If you're interested in, yep. in companies who are using Macs, then uh, go and um, see what uh, Roman has to say. And nice pictures of newer Macs than mine. Mm. Remember, mm. give generously to the Guy Searle to the new computer fund. Leave it, Guy. Leave okay, it. Leave, all right. All right. No, I, w- I won't go there again. Uh, <laughs> we have yet another iPad case review by Donnie Yankelo, the Powis iCase for iPad. And... You know, I, I, as I looked through this, some of the things that I that I noticed, it was trying to be kind of uh, an everything kind of case. It even has yeah. like a little stand built into the back. The one thing that I really did like, if you look through the pictures, is that the, the iPad itself, like instead of sliding into it, actually kind of clicks into place. Yes. Which, yes. Is, which is a very nice touch, and Donnie really liked it. That's cool. And the final item uh, on the website is um, from Donnie Yankelo again, and it's called One Feature iOS is Missing. And he talks about um, 
Well, I, I don't know whether to tell you what he says or not, because basically he wants you to go and have a read and actually comment on the article and say what features do you want in the iOS so I think I'm going to leave it, and that means you've got to go and read, because it's just a short piece. Yes. So go and read, and then leave a comment for Donny um, about what you want in the iOS. And uh, that's, I, aren't, I, aren't I a tease? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's all the new stuff uh, that's on the website this week. Please go to MyMac.com and, and, and give it a look. And we are going to take a little break. Uh, our, in, in our next segment, we're going to talk about some Christmas picks for the gadget lover, either yourself or the people that are in your family. So stand by to stand by. <laughs> stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Come on, guys. I know. I'm, I'm just I'm losing the one it. that feels ill. <laughs> From the MyMac family of podcasts, Tech Fan, hosted by Tim Robertson and me, David Cohen. If it moves air and it keeps you cool, then this is the podcast for you. We cover ceiling fans, desk fans, swamp coolers and air conditioners. If it's to do about air displacement and you want to geek out on that, then this is right up your street. Hello? Oh, hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm just recording a trailer for the new podcast. What do you mean you've reconsidered the concept? What, you don't want to cover fans anymore? Technology? Well, I suppose, yeah, we know a bit about it. Well, you've been doing it for 20 years or so, haven't you? You want to geek out on technology instead? Well, how are we going to change the name of the show, then? Oh, I see. Fans of technology. Okay, I guess that'll work. You're the boss. Okay, catch you later. Tech fan. It's not about fans, but it is about tech. Listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast probably won't cure male pattern baldness, but can you afford to take that chance? And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, this segment, and it's probably not going to be as long as the last segment, is going to be on... The, the types of Christmas gifts that you can give to the Apple slash Mac slash oh. <laughs> iDevice oh. lover. I kind of went, I kind of went down the, the, the avenue of the kind of device that I'd like. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine, too. But, I mean, these are things – and basically, we're going to talk about things that uh, that either Gaz or I would like. And, uh, and there's certainly no reason why you couldn't send them to us if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> but if if there's someone in your family that he's being is, cheeky, listeners, he's I being am, cheeky. I'll give him I a am. slap when I see him. Well, if you won't give me a computer, then you know, give me one of these things instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, first on the list is the iPhone, and the uh, this is actually one I think that my wife is going to get me. Uh, I've hinted greatly at this. It's the iHome iA5. App enhanced alarm clock. Now this comes with a free app that you get off iTunes and you can use the app to set alarms to either buzz or music. You can have programmable snooze times, a gradual wake or sleep function, and even, and this is kind of cool, internet radio capabilities. So if you like Pandora or if you enjoy, you know, listening to, you know, broadcasts from different parts of the world of, you know, different radio stations around the world. This will do it for you. And it's about $75 at amazon.com. So it's, well, is that like a, a little box then that you can plug your, your yeah. iPhone onto? You just pop it onto, right? Just, yeah, right. just before you go to bed, you you pop it into place. You've already you know you already preset whatever your alarms and you know your snooze or wake time. And, okay, so, uh, it so just does, does it do, do that on the device, or does it do that with the app combined? It does. It's combined. It doesn't oh, combine. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, well, I, I've actually cheated a little bit on this first one. I, I've heard this pick on two other podcasts I listen to. I, I, I listen to far too many podcasts yeah, for my own good. Me too. In fact, I, I think I have a, a problem there, actually. It's a bit ODC, <laughs> but there you go. Or OCD. I can't even remember what that is now. Um, anyway. It's OMG. <laughs> OMG. Oh, my God. No, it's ELO. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I like them too. And, but I, when I heard about this, I, I did think that, uh, we could do with one of these, to be perfectly honest with you, and it's from Jawbone, and it's called the Jambox. And it's a speaker, and it's a speakerphone, uh, which I think is run by Bluetooth for... Well, actually, you can use it with your iPhone, but you could actually use it with your iPod and with your iPad as well. But, you know, we're talking iPhone here because you can use it as a speakerphone. And basically, it's a little speaker box, which you can carry around, and obviously no wires... So there's power in there if you need it, as long as it's powered up, of course. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it, it's quite expensive, though. Um, but I have heard that the sound it puts out and its operation is very good, but it's about $200. Um, but that's why it's a Christmas wish on my list. Yeah. And what was that it's, called again? It's the Jambox from Jawbone. Ah, and, Jambox and, uh, from Jawbone. Yeah, and I, I can thank, actually, Don McAllis has um, mentioned this, and also um, Lola Long on um, uh, Alison um, over at podfeet.com uh, spoke about it as well. So that's uh, a recommended one from me. It's, okay. It's, so I'm going to tell Mrs. Gazmaz she's probably going to slap me, but there you go. <laughs> For 200 pounds or whatever the equivalent, or $200 or whatever the equivalent is. I think it's about 160 pounds. pounds or something. I'm, wow. I'm not quite sure. Okay, next up is something for the iPod user. Um, what is it everyone complains about with the iPod? Actually, with, with all of the iDevices, is the, the, the crappy little you know, he, uh, headsets that you get from Apple. Well, true enough. I kind of searched around a bit and found some, some what seemed to be pretty highly rated. Uh, it's the JVC... H oh God, listen to this. JVC HAF XC80. And doesn't that just like roll off the tongue? In it, rolls ear, off, it rolls off my tongue, yes. Yeah. In ear carbon headphones. They're about forty dollars at uh at Amazon. And according to the reviews I, that I read, that people really, really enjoyed them. Excellent. Um well mine again it again it's a little bit of a cheat because it can be used on multiple like devices. But I, I'm a little bit of a cheat, yes, yes. <laughs> you see, when I'm, when I'm refereeing on the rugby pitch, I can't cheat. You know, I've, I'm the sole arbiter of law, so I can't cheat. So here, this is where I do my cheating. Anyway, it's called the Power Monkey Explorer. And basically, it's a charger, um, but it can be used on the go because it can also be um, used if the charge on the charger itself wears out it's also a solar charger so it can pick Ooh. up the charge from the from the sun um so it's a power monkey explorer um the list price is around 65 pounds which are roughly around 100 dollars. but i have seen them on amazon for about 37 pounds or about 58 60 dollars so uh worth a look it's from power traveler and that's that's you said that's the power monkey uh, Is power that what monkey they call it? Explorer. A power monkey explorer. Yeah. I'll send all your links. No worries. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I mean, that, that's just a, some of the names these guys come up with for these products yeah, just yeah, crack yeah. me up. Uh, next up is for the iPad. Now I've, I've talked about, we were talking about it just a little while ago as we were going through some of the stuff at mymac.com. These stands that, that people are putting out there, a lot of them are, are very large and, in my mind, typically are really only good for the for the house. It, it, they're not really portable. Well, I found one from this company called Twelve South. It's the Compass Portable. It's a portable stand. It folds completely flat. Doesn't get in the way of ports, and you can use it with probably just about any case. It's about forty dollars at Amazon. And the nice thing about this stand is you can have it, you know, in landscape. You can have it in portrait. And when you're done with it, you fold it up, it just slips right in your bag. Sounds cool. Sounds really cool. Now, I'm, I'm taking a, a, a diversion. I'm actually going to um, 
Mm. This can't really be a Christmas pick because it's not available. I was going to go. <laughs> I, I, I was going to go with a um, a modular case um, for the iPad. And my conversation with Guy, well, actually, it was an email, um, was to indicate that um, there doesn't seem to be a lot in the way of different accessories um, for the iPad. And you know, we've already seen lots of cases. Yeah. Uh, and the modular case is something which is available. And I was going to make it a pick. Um, so I'll send Guy the link for that. However, I'm going to change, but it's a little bit of a cheat because it's not yet available. And but it is a um, iPad camera connection kit. Oh but yeah, that, yeah. But but rather than being, um, uh, it's it's a three in one. It has a micro SD, an SD card, and a USB uh, connection all on the one device. Right. Um, but at, at the moment, it's only on pre order, so that's why it's kind of a you know. Again, I'm cheating again, aren't I? Because you can't actually get it. You won't be able to get it before Christmas. But um, hey, there's plenty of people with birthdays. After yeah. Christmas? <laughs> well, mine's after Christmas. It's in September, go, but it's that's after Christmas. But it's 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 for the iPad, and it's a three-in-one uh, connection kit. Yeah, you know, I I've seen I've seen another one, and I, I should have looked it up before we did the show where it was two-in-one. It was a micro SD and USB. But this sounds like it's even better because I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of devices out there, especially when you're talking about you know video and audio that use micro SD cards. Yeah, and instead of having to carry around, you know the the little converter that you put it in, this yep. you know this this ma- that makes it easy easy peasy to just go ahead and and drop it right in. That's it, absolutely. And for the Mac lover in you, um, could have gone. I mean, there's so many things available for the Mac. Uh, one thing that I find very very handy, even with you know I've got this 24 inch iMac and I've got a uh, a a uh, sidecar monitor, 22-inch. And when I bought it, I guess it was a year and a half ago, they were still like $250, $300 for the 22-inch. Well, LCD displays have come so far down in price, and the quality just keeps going up. And I found this one from Samsung, which is which is a name you can trust with, with things like this. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. It's the P2450H. It's a 24-inch LCD display. It's got DVI and HDMI connectors. So if you want to hook up a Blu-ray player or a DVD player or anything that uses Blu- or, uh, Blu-ray, anything that uses HDMI will plug right into this. 1920 by 1080 resolution, 70,000 to 1 contrast ratio, $220 at Amazon. Now, I, I, you've actually... You upset me a little bit because I was thinking uh, when you mentioned the picks, I was going to think about actually um, with the Mac Mini Media Center downstairs, mm-hmm. um, we've, we've recently got a new um, Sony bra there. And obviously it connects up with the HDMI and it looks superb on the TV. And I was going to go down the avenue of saying, well, why not buy a TV like a, a smaller Sony and then you can use that as your large screen. Um, but actually... The problem there is you're probably going to get rather a large, large um, monitor, and it's going to be too big because if you're in a small space, you know you don't want to be sat in front of something which is radiating um, stuff out at you. So yeah. this actually is a good option. I like that. I'm, okay. I'm, well, I'm, one thing to remember actually, with this, I actually took a look. I actually took a look in the Amazon UK store to to, to see that one because I quite like that one, guy. It's a good pick. It is a good pick. One thing to remember though, it doesn't have speakers. So if you were going to connect it up to your Mac Mini or something like that, you would have to also have speakers. Yeah, well, and that's fine because most people have already got the speakers, you know, set up with with the Macs, and it, it's not the you know the only thing good thing that, about having, let's say, a, a TV, whether it be Sony or who, whoever's it is. Um, obviously, yes, you'll have the speaker on the TV, and you can use it as a TV, but generally they are you know that little bit bigger, um, heavier beasts. Um, Whereas, obviously, a monitor are generally, I think, a little bit neater. And you can go too big sitting in front of a, a screen all day. So I like your pick. Oh, good. Thank you. Plus, plus, it, plus it's probably going to be cheaper. <laughs> and I'm a, oh, yeah. And I'm a, and I'm a skin flint. So there you go. <laughs> what you got, Gaz? Uh, well, I struggled with a Mac, as you did, to be honest with you. And, you know, I kind of was going down that screen option. And then I thought, well, people... I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but if if you are listening to somebody and your partner is a Mac user, or even if you like 
to purchase it yourself. And we have mentioned Mr. Don McAllister's screencast in the past. Why not whip over and take a look at perhaps buying a subscription oh, um, to idea. Don's screencast? Because, I mean, it costs $57 for your first three months, but that actually gives you... Uh, access to all of Don's back catalogue, which there are a couple of hundred shows there, and I can assure yeah. you some of them are still, or most of them are still pretty useful. And then if you choose to renew after that, it's only going to cost you either $5 a month or twelve fifty for three months, 25 for six, or $45 for a full 12. So that first higher cost is only because you're getting access to the back catalogue. Right. Um, and I'll send a link over to um, to Guy for uh, Don's website, but also I'll send him the link because we recently had a uh, a review of Don's uh, screencast, and I can't remember who did it. Let me just just give me a few seconds, and I'll tell you who actually did the. Um, it was Scott Parker. Yeah, Ian Scott Parker. Yeah, that's right. And and the thing is, you know, if you want to buy it for someone. Yeah, I'm sure Don will, you know, give you um, uh, a process which you can just, you know, send that link to somebody, and and then you'll be able to, um, yep. you know, buy them a subscription, and they can learn all they need to know um, with Don's lovely Liverpool accent. <laughs> and the nice thing is, you know, Don really is. I mean, this we're gushing about him here tonight. Um, Don really yeah, is yeah, the mate, gold standard. Like, <laughs> he sucks. No, he's, he. When it comes to to screencasts and tutorials on, on using software, especially on the Mac side, does he even do any Windows stuff? Um, no, no, it's all Mac. It's all it's Mac. All stuff? I mean, it's all Mac. As far as I'm aware, it's all Mac. Yeah. Yeah, everything I've seen him do has been uh, on the Mac side, but he uh, he really really pours his heart into each and every one of these screencasts. And it's why it takes him so long to get each one of them out, just because yeah. he works so hard at it. And That's good stuff. Yep. So those are our Christmas picks. Um, you can send any of them to us, and we'll be very, very grateful. And uh, we're coming up on our second break. So everyone, please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right Back, back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my Mac listeners, Sam Levin here from App Minute, the ultimate, ultimate source for app news and information. Cool things about all your iPad, iPhone, iPod Touch, Android, anything that connects to those devices, we're all over it. And in less than two minutes, you can get your fix from AppMinute.com. Check it out today. It's a free podcast. You can listen live under your browser or via iTunes. Check it out today at AppMinute.com. How can you love me when you don't know who I am? These pages got a lot more feeling from a bloodstained dirty hand. And all I know is I was blind to the view. And welcome back. And yes, I've still got the cold, so it's the same night. Oh dear, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take some rum or whiskey or something. Oh, you, you, bed, you, you need I'll... to have. You need an excuse for that. Mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the sniffles. Give me some yeah. rum. Now, uh, I, I left a, a brief note, which was a little bit confusing in the show notes for you. But a, again, I'm, I'm going to blame my uh, sazzled brain at the moment. Um, and it, it was basically, uh, I'm a bit concerned. We mentioned, um, I've mentioned um, possibly on another show, and I think we spoke about it as well, the fact that Apple are, are, are taking over a big chunk of Cupertino with them taking over the old HB campus. Yeah. Um, now that that in itself doesn't concern me 
In fact, it pleases me because it means that Apple are now thinking about the fact that they have to increase their size, they have to increase their employment and, um, you know, make sure they're getting covered all that needs to get covered. Yeah, I'm, sure, somebody... I'm sure Cupertino's happy about it. Well, absolutely. Because, because I, I think all the, most of that, most of the space that they bought out was pretty much uh, empty. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. And the, it, it expands um, about a 50-acre section that they had previously. But then what I, I then heard someone going on about, you know, them getting a designer in and they were going to make some sort of, you know, world of Apple where, you know, they'd have underpasses and carriages taking them to places and they'd have wonderful areas. And I just stopped just for a moment. And I just, I'm just going to ask you this question. Sure. I hope that they're not getting too big for their boots because when a company thinks that it's untouchable, that's when they could possibly start making mistakes. So do you think that Apple, you know, if these rumors are true, perhaps they do get some, you know, wonderful architect in and they start going down the avenue of creating some wonderful uh, environment yeah, there. Dis- Disney-esque kind of mm. do you do you think that would be a mistake do you think that would be show a possible sign of apple you know thinking we can do anything because we just you know we're untouchable at the moment well i think um yeah, that, that's kind of a hard or, question mm, or do you think i'm just you know i'm just trying to be um you know controversial mm. <laughs> <laughs> um one of the things that i remember from from the last big uh internet boom or actually i guess the first big internet boom in the 90s was all you had to basically do was have a a, a dot com in your name yeah. and yeah. you had investors that were just throwing money at you and ipos going <clears throat> going all over the place and almost without fail every single one of these original companies went broke because they spent so much money on you know cappuccino machines and and custom designed office spaces and that you know they they seem to forgot they seem to forget that they actually needed something that resembles oh i don't know a business plan you know <laughs> they really needed they needed to have something beyond just a web portal to survive in the business world. Absolutely. Now, I don't think that Apple, you know, I, I, you know, as, as you said, I'm possibly being a little bit controversial with making the statement, but you know, it, as a, as a company does get big and they have got quite big fairly quickly over the past few years. Sure. I'm just, you know, I'm just hoping that they're not going to start making decisions, which are, you know, big, corporate decisions which aren't looking at the root business because i can assure you there are businesses out there that have done that and it doesn't do them any favors at all so i'm I'm hoping that's not the case i'm pretty sure it isn't but um it just struck me it just suddenly struck me when you know i saw this article about them getting this you know this architect in and they're going to be producing all these sorts of wonderful buildings and doing all this sort of underground railway stuff and i'm thinking "Whoa, whoa whoa slow down well, the, the the distance between um, Infinity Loop, which is, you know, they've got six, you know, basically Apple started buying buildings uh, in the Infinity Loop area, and they've got six buildings in that area. Now, they've outgrown that space, and so now they're buying the old HP campus that is, it's it's not that far away, Um but, no, but they've they've also got a um, a fifty acre piece of land which is directly next to that HP plot of land as well, haven't they? Which they bought uh, several years ago, I believe. Oh, okay. I I I hadn't read that in the stories. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are they planning? You now, is this fifty well, acres the, empty, or is yeah, this yes, existing yeah, I office I think, space? I, I think they have some office space there, um, but whether it's being used or not, that I didn't uh, glean from the article. Um, but as I say, it's just I just don't want them to, you know, start making um, decisions which, you know, um, would make them seem that they're just getting a bit too big for their boots. That was that's what um, what struck me all of a sudden, um, because uh, you know a lot of people are saying, well, they've got to concentrate on some of their core products. You know, some people were concerned that they weren't concentrating on the Mac. There's still lots of people out there that are extremely concerned. Are you amongst them? I believe that they're not con- concentrating on their pro apps. Yeah, um, and oh, I would agree it, you with know, that. As long as they're not just thinking image, image, image. And, um, 
it, although you have to have a certain amount of um, uh, thought process on that to yeah. make sure your, your image is good, but um, um, you can go too far. Well, I guess it depends on on how they're going to link the the the, the two or three diverse areas that that they're starting sure. to develop. Um, the old saying, you know, uh, a happy employee is a productive employee might might come into play here. I know that Apple, along with several other companies uh, in the electronics business in California, provide. Things like you know shuttle buses and and things along those lines to to move people back and forth among their their various little campuses, and you know as far as trans now, you, well you, I'm going to make a rash statement here. Okay, if you've got a new plot of land, why don't you make sure you design it so that you don't have to shuttle people around a lot? But you know, but, pff, am I am I just being simplistic? Well, it it kind of depends because right now. I don't know how they have the their various business concerns spread out in Cupertino. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are they going to? Because you know, I'm guessing eventually what's going to happen is that one Infinity Loop is going to be mostly administrative, and then they'll move you know Mac development and iOS development and iDevice development to some of the other areas that you know that they're kind of building into and even I, I if they do that even if they do that they'll still need to have a way for especially managers cuz managers love to go to meetings and well I'm probably the exception to the rule I can't stand going to meetings myself um but they 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 need a way to get back and forth to the the main administration buildings to talk to the powers that be there that are you know above in the clouds down to the you know the 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 minions that are are in the trenches so i i I can't see them trying to do underground tunnels from their new office areas to infinity loop i i just i i can't imagine what kind of a nightmare i I think the 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 item was talking about this new big land plot they've got because obviously with the hp plot and this um 50 acre plot they've got next to it i think they were possibly talking about that rather than pushing it to infinite loop because obviously then they'd have to go over land which wasn't theirs and they probably couldn't do that um but it, it it's just you know it just struck me just struck me yeah. as a comment well if they were in like minneapolis which has just gone through like some of the worst snowstorms in history um i can yeah. understand having ways for people to get from one building to another without having to go outside but we're talking about you know southern california so their weather you know th- there was a, a a movie that steve martin did called la story and he he would basically phone in the weather on some of the days because like he, what he would say is look it's always sunny and 78 degrees you know i mean that's basically yeah. it every single day so if, if you're living in an area that has weather like that, you're not really too concerned about, you know, getting snowed on or, or getting wet when walking from, <laughs> from one building to another. Now, shuttle buses, you know, that's fine if you've got buildings that are like a mile or more apart. Um, but I, I, I think uh, I, I don't think that that Apple's going to go too crazy on this, especially in no, the beginning. Hope not. Yeah. I would be more, I would be more interested in knowing what it is they're going to do with all that extra land that they bought next to that big server farm in North Carolina. Well, well j- sorry, just to finish off. It, yeah. it, it also kind of, it, it wasn't just um, the land bit that I was concerned about. It's them, you know, that ethos that we can do anything mentality what we don't want is for them to start coming up with products which are you know uh, i mean they haven't done that you know that they've come up with generally over the past number yeah. of years come up with great products but i don't don't want them to suddenly start producing products because they think we are you know just everything we touch turns to gold <laughs> and, coming up, and coming up with products which people go you are joking you well, know, that's, I, I can't imagine them having a building dedicated to people making new versions of like the ipod hi-fi or iPod sucks. Um, yeah, that was, and actually, that was kind of what almost killed the company in the '90s. Is that there were yeah. all these diverse groups that were coming yeah. up with these these crazy ideas, where either the technology wasn't ready to go yet, or was never going to be ready to go, and just dropping money on them left and right. You know, one of the things that Jobs did when he came back was say, "Okay, Newton, you know, 
you haven't really made as much money, you're gone. You know, and, and all of these projects that people have been working on for years, including the original replacement for, uh, you know, the classic OS was basically just thrown out the window in favor of um, the next OS, you know, building OS 10 around the next OS. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see what they do, but, but I, I, I'm hoping that, uh, Tim Cook, who is probably going to be the one that ends up in charge uh, when Steve Jobs eventually retires, has his feet firmly on the ground and isn't going to go that same route where, okay, we're flush with cash now so we can throw money at, at these products or the projects that are never really going to go anywhere. And considering the way the economy is all over the world, you know, you want to hold back a lot, you know, you want to have something in your war chest for those rainy days. I, I think that's that's definite. They've got they've got that war chest. That's not a problem as long as they spend it wisely, and that's that's what that's what I'm sure they will do. Yeah. Anyway, guy, where can you be contacted? I can be contacted through email at guy at mymac dot com, or you can send me a message on Twitter at twitter dot com forward slash macparrot. <laughs> Boy, that parrot didn't sound well. Is he okay? I, I think he's sick. Um, <laughs> what about you, that Gaz? Is, that is a sick parrot. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Monty it's Python. A, it's, yeah, it's not a Norwegian blue. <laughs> it's not a Norwegian. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> well, you can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. And you can uh, send an email to us, which goes through to the head office yep. um, at feedback at mymac.com. Remember and of the course, Skype number? The, oh, yeah, the Skype number. Oh, I forgot. What is it again? 703-436-9501. Wait, hold on a second. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> That's uh, come on, 703-436-9501. And right. So it's seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Yeah, just get it, just get it, you know, tattooed on the back of your wrist because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to get fed up having to tell you each week. Well, I used to have it tattooed on my forehead, but I, I, I <laughs> you know, I, for some reason I could just never find it. Yeah, yeah. So mm. anyway, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, I'm sure you're all appreciative that this is a much shorter show than it's been the last couple of weeks, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. A poem presented with rhyme, which follows a rhyme in time, need not be what we call a true limerick at all, like a lemon, the cousin of lime. Yet a limerick a lemon can be. You could use a small slice for your tea. Do not use it in fudge, and respect that the judge is the man with no writing degree.